Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready get 30, ready get 20, 20, 20, ready get 20, 20, ready get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. My, my friends and I would call um, a rebel. We like got some of the Punisher vibe. Oh, 100%. Why are you using MapQuest, Jack? Open the portal then? Wouldn't be very fun. Look, I get it. Oh, okay, recently then. Wow, yak folk, eh? What angle are they coming at us from? You can open any lock, please. You should ask what question you should ask. Must be very valuable. Not all serial killers kill everyone. I didn't know you had brothers. Here's the worst thing. Kieran is stronger than me. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> 
Welcome back to Dice Shame. This is episode 147, A Bolt from the Blue. MVP this week is Bryn for their tireless mod work and community support on our Discord. Thank you so much, Bryn. You're an elder godsend. Thanks, Bryn. For those unaware, our sister show, Malevolent, the horror audio drama dealing with Lovecraftian terrors, has been nominated for a Canadian Podcast Award for Best Fiction. While you may not be able to vote, unless you have a podcast of your own, we are truly thankful for the amazing nomination and forever appreciative of those who have given it a chance. Remember, you can check out Malevolent at malevolent.ca or anywhere you get your podcasts. All right, should we play some D&D? Yeah, let's do it. Woo! Made it. After an eternity hunting down giant artifacts in barbarian burial mounds, you've returned back to the Temple of Anam, deep in the heart of the spine of the world. Through frost-covered stone halls, the booming voice of your friend Harshnag puts you at ease. Rummaging in his things stashed beside the giant-sized stone bench, he retrieves the frost giant axe and nods at all of you, shall we? Mm. Wow. We shall. And as you walk together through these huge doors back into this massive temple room with the statues, he says, I admit that I was too curious to avoid speaking with the Oracle while you were gone. Once or twice did I venture into that chamber. How did that go? I was told little that I didn't already know, Jack that I have long strayed from the grace of Anam, that my words and deeds shame all of giant kind. It pleases me to fly in the face of my god, to rage against my creator. I can take pride in his fury and scorn. Fuck yeah, man. Fuck the gods. You're what uh, my, my friends and I would call um, a rebel. Hmm. With a cause. I suppose. There's nothing wrong with that. I was made for battle. I was given enough sense to choose my enemy, and I have chosen it. Hmm. Hmm. I respect it, personally. Yeah. I I think it's a good position. You should always question authority, you know? So you're an enemy of the giants. Well, that's... Yes. That was very clear from very much the first time we met him. <laughs> totally. Just because he, he's a hunter of them doesn't mean... I don't he... know about that. I mean, uh, well... Sure, but... It's kind of his whole personality. He stayed here just to kill giants that arrived. Okay, but, like, say say one day giants were to, you know, develop order again. The ordering were put back into place, and everything was hunky-dory like it used to be. Would you still be enemies with the giants? Kraloth, I was born to a community of giants long before the shattering of the ordering. Right. And from adolescence, I knew that I had a different morality than my family and peers. I killed my sister, Frunvir, in single combat at 25 years old. This is young for a giant. Mm. At her challenge to attain leadership of our family unit. Uh-huh. Wow. I have been against giant kind ever since. Yeah, that's... Because of the bloodthirstiness. Because of the evil contained within. Mm. Well... Cool. Mm. So, so what are you hoping to accomplish then? Like the ordering, what would you say is, is your desire for the ordering to be re-established? I wish only for destruction. Mm. 
I choose to help you on your quest because I know that you are powerful and ready to face the giant threat throughout the north. What happens with the ordning is almost inconsequential, but I know that it is important to you. Yeah, I, I do hope, you know, maybe I don't know if we, we'll even get any say of how it comes back together, but, but maybe some part of the ordning will shape giant culture in a way that's perhaps less inherently violent and awful. Maybe. Here's hoping. At least... If you can ascend <laughs> Jack is just kind of like, yeah. to such a power that you can kill the god Anum, then perhaps we will see this day come to pass. Eef. And he touches the axe no pressure. to the mithril rune on the floor that reads ice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think Harshnag isn't a good guy. Mm. I think he's essentially what boils down to a serial killer of his own kind. <laughs> well, that but has his, been made very yeah, clear. He's, he's definitely like got some of the Punisher <laughs> yeah. vibe. Yeah, just recently. Yeah. To, yeah. So I think, but I, but I respect his spit in well, the eye of God mentality because he's pretty metal. That's I. I mean, I yeah. dig, I dig the barbarian aesthetic of like. Fuck you! I'll do what I want. Yeah, I like, get that, but at the same that's... time, it's like we're talking about genocide here. What, like, if he had his way, he would just kill all the giants. Like, that's oh, hundred percent, pretty intense. And I don't know if I'd want to, you know. If yeah. he was gonna hang out with Zephyros, I don't know that they would have a problem with each other necessarily. Yeah, oh, interesting. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I think it's, it's more the violent kind. Right? Yes. Zephyros wants peace. Zephyros wants peace and order between the giants. I just don't think Zephyros wants to fight he seems more interested in other things right like he just doesn't yes. care I don't not know. all serial killers kill everyone <laughs> they there. only kill sometimes you know like pretty women and selective serial yeah. killers. Weak exactly. people who can't he's fight not back. he's not he's not advocating genocide he just loves killing giants it's like <laughs> he's like dexter you know for an entire race <laughs> but not, not that good but <laughs> definitely more that leaning I mean, we can debate the morality. No, I think Doran no, like shoots no. one of those looks over to Kraloth as as uh, Harshnag's saying this, sort of like a "Ooh, okay," because <laughs> I think Kraloth and Doran yeah. both kind of look at each other, going, "Oh, I don't know if I realize that about this guy," <laughs> but yep. uh, we're here now. <laughs> and Ren and Jack share a look, being like, "We knew this about this guy, but we kind of were yeah, fine we, with th- it." This was pretty clear. <laughs> 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 There's just like a bunch of looks going around, You're like huh? yeah, 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 no yeah. wing glances. <laughs> so, uh, open the portal then. He just did. Yeah, he already. Yeah. The, oh, the portal's I wasn't right sure there. If we're yeah. waiting on other runes to go. The portal activates, and the glowing mist forms into churning thunderclouds, lit by flashing lightning. And through this maelstrom, you see the room beyond. Very cool. Thank you. <laughs> hexagonal and lit by torches held by giant statues Mm. there's the theme to this temple it's giant statue themed yeah six of them this room is fucking lit (laughs) by torches in statues blue torches so you enter by way of this teleportation archway now we'll take the other way in well, there's no other way. Oh, yeah, there's actually a fire exit, you yeah. see. Legally, they have to. Yeah. <laughs> that leads out to uh, more of a muster point. To code, otherwise. That's right. 
the um the giant statues with these lanterns lit um shed this amber light throughout the frost covered room you see again there is a body of a cloud giant on the frozen stone floor and as you enter his ghost peels up from his corpse and he rises watching you but saying nothing hey buddy we are going to avenge you promise but we've been very busy trying to get the reordering sort of back into shape uh, by collecting some old artifacts but i promise you we haven't forgotten it's on our to-do list. He had his mouth like half open like he was going to say something and then he just closes it and folds his arms and nods. Just give him a wave. Just be like, hey. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> no new information. Hey. <laughs> He's like, slay my father. Okay. Yeah, no, sorry. Sorry. Mm-hmm. But, but we'll, we'll talk. <laughs> All right. Cool. What do you, you want to do? Hey, are you trapped to this body ghost? He just nods. Can I, uh, do you mind if I touch it? Can I take one of your teeth and then you can maybe come with us? I mean, you guys already like sawed open his body. Yeah. 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 Take I was going to say there's like a bunch so of Red, like shattered body parts. Yeah. So Red walks over and yanks one of his teeth out. He's like, uh, if you can, feel free to follow me. But uh, we, we don't really want to come back here all that often. Uh, so it might be another while till you see us. Nice. Red puts the tooth Yeah, out. it takes you like five minutes yeah, yeah. to yeah. hack Hacking. this tooth out. Doran gets in there. Hands in like a holding the jaw yeah. open, <laughs> but the logic is if he's yeah. if he's stuck to the bones, then maybe he could just move with the bone. You know? I hear what you're yeah. saying. The freakiest, weird little tooth fairy dentist. <laughs> Doran just like <laughs> whacking away at it, and you're pulling, and there's like see the world. I'm gonna it's make like, a whole set. It's like, Some, like uh, wiggling. Evil Dead Three, where all the little guys are all yeah, 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 oh yeah. So um, Doran looks at the other three, and he's like, "Whoa, we've got these uh, artifacts. What, what what do we do now? We just put them on the floor here." How did we summon him last time, Jack? I think we just stood in the circle. I thought so too. Mm. Yeah. Why don't you pull out? Why don't you pull out the the artifacts and put them in the circle? Uh, sure. And Red opens the portable hole and pulls out each of the artifacts. Which one do you pull out, and what do you do with it? Ah, great call. So he takes out the one that belongs to the fire giant and he puts it against the fire giant statue. Hmm. And then he hands the mask to Kraloth and Doran. He hands the horn to Jack, and then he'll grab the last artifact for himself, and he'll say, "Put them all where they belong, guys." Kind of like in Fifth Element. Yeah. I don't mm. know what to do. I, 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 I got no magic. I don't smoke. I, don't I picture just like <laughs> moving the portable hole so that it like goes from the floor onto the wall, and then like we roll that boulder out as opposed <laughs> to like having to lift it out. Yeah. Some of the yeah. stuff. Yeah. So you lean all of these artifacts up against the respective statues? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And then we kind of stand in the middle of the circle along with the statues. Nothing happens. Mm. Mm. Nothing happens. Uh, is there any um, anything about the statues beyond them holding torches or lights that seem significant? Are they in any position? Are they all within the circle? Are they artifacts? No, they're not within the circle. Okay. Oh, put them all. Red rolls yeah. the bull into the circle. Mm-hmm. As you do, the voice of the oracle booms from all corners of the room. You have done a great deed for all giants. A new path lies before you. And the bull disappears. At the same time, a stony bas-relief depiction of a giant lord protrudes from one of the chamber's walls. Ooh. Huh. Oh. Travel southeast, or lands high and low. Cross the great forest to the Grey Peaks. 
and search for dead stone cleft, canyon of the stone giant Thane. The conch you seek is in her possession. Oh. And one of the lights goes out. Damn it. In the Great Peaks, that's where Doran's from. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Doran's uh, like excited. You see his eyes. <gasps> Great Peaks, and he looks around. <laughs> mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then all of a sudden, he, st- you know, his eyes start thinking, and there's like maybe a curious look on his face. Mm. Look of shame. So, uh, Jack's got the the horn from the ice giants, and he might uh, walk into the circle next, bringing it with him. Yeah, dragging it behind yeah. you with your tiny, tiny. Arms. I got this. It's gonna be fun. <laughs> Kieran like grabbing on with his mouth and like yeah. pulling back, like tug of war. You're yeah, slowing it down, Kieran. You're making it heavier. <laughs> Kieran starts pulling the opposite direction, like it's tug of war <laughs> for a minute. Here's the worst thing. Kieran is stronger than me. Oh, wow. <laughs> Another stony bas-relief depiction protrudes from a different chamber wall, and you hear the following from the oracle. Travel west, or mountains, to the sea of moving ice. There, among the glaciers, you'll find Svardborg, the berg of the frost giant Jarl. The conch you seek rests on his icy throne. Mm. Uh-huh. Mm. Well, that's interesting. Uh, We've got to go to a glacier. That's mm. going to be cold. Yeah, I, th- I think when Jack steps out of the circle, he pulls up his his minor illusion map and starts to sort of circle the areas and and mm. you know dropping pins down. On the map. Exactly, mm. sort of the the general map questing it to find out. Yeah, yeah, we need to find <laughs> within this circle. Map quest. Why are you using map <laughs> quest, Jack? I, listen, I, it's, I'm a tradition. I'm a traditionalist. I really enjoyed the. Uh, you know, it, it's just I've always Google liked Maps map is a quest. first level spell. Map yeah. quest is a cantrip. Oh, exactly. I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, Doran. Uh, should we take this mask in? Yeah, yeah. And it's like again, all right. I got this side reaching across the floor. We could just lift it, you know. Oh, sure. Huh? Yeah. Oh, it's lighter than I thought. Here we go. Yeah. Okay. Here we go. We bring the. Mask into the circle. Again, the image of this cloud giant woman appears on one of the walls, and you hear, Travel southeast to the untamed moors, and look to the sky for Lin Amral, the castle of the cloud giant countess. The conch you seek is in a secret chest. Search the highest spire. I think we've seen that castle once before. I feel like we did too. We didn't go in it. Oh. It was no, it was yeah, it was over the Ever Evermores. Episode one. No, no, no. This no. was like the one above the Evermores we Storm, saw right? when it we was were... more recently. Oh, oh, okay. Recently then. Yeah, more after around, the down ship. Around the um Noner's hold stuff. I think after that we yeah. might have seen it. Yes. Um oh, I we, see. we were okay. we were high and overconfident on our defeat of the, the hunt lords and you know <gasps> Yeah. That definitely led to no problems. And finally, you have the shield. Mm-hmm. Let's all bring it in together. Let's do it. You drag it in together, and the voice of the oracle echoes through the room. Travel east, or mountains and snow, to distant spires. There, on a cold mountainside, you'll find a village of yak folk, and below that, iron slag. The forge of the fire giant duke. The conch you seek is in his quarters. Ah. Uh, wow, yak folk, eh? Is that like uh, sort of bugbears, but they, they're they yaks and they walk on all fours? 
Yeah, they well, they don't walk on all fours. They walk on their their, their hind feet. I'm I'm guessing. Yeah, I'm guessing. It's just a yak. Yak I? village. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. It's like a yeah. satyr, but different. I'm excited to see a giant forge. And what of the storm giants, Oracle? Hmm? The storm giant's court is known as Maelstrom, and blowing the conch will take you there. You have one more question. Mm. Red steps out of the circle and waves everybody out. Yeah. Mm. Mm. All right, we got one last question. Sorry, I didn't realize. Uh, I got caught up in the moment. It's okay. Red turns to Jack. Look, we have a good idea of what we need to do next, at least in terms of the giants. We need to get these conches. We need to collect them and then presumably travel to the Storm King's court and try to solve that mess. But what the hell is going on with this coin and this ship in Yada? None of that seems to line up with what we're doing. Is it, what is are it you talking about? unprovoked? What are you, what are you talking about? Ship and yard or coin, you know, why does that have anything to do with what we're doing? Yeah, the casino coin. I could be completely unrelated. Last time we were here, we asked about Red's dreams and we learned someone was watching him. In Red's dreams, he saw a a person or a shark turn into a person in Yarder and get up onto a boat. We have a coin that goes to that boat that we got out of the puzzle box. Yeah, how do we know those dreams came from something that we're doing here? Couldn't that be, we, you know, Red's subconscious mind telling him something that he has to do with his life? We we don't. To, um, it's it's just a live more self-actualized. I think it's just we have we know the oracle told us that the dreams are because someone is watching Red. Exactly. Oh, I see. And and this is, you know, our uh, you know, our connection to truth, the Oracle, we, we could find something out here about about that. Oh. We have a clear path forward, at least, in terms of these conches, but we have no idea what significance that plays other than someone watching me. Additionally, you have learned some information about the Storm Giant Court since you've been here. Yeah. Yes. Do you remember? Learned the names of the... the, the yeah, the queen the, is dead. The daughter's the, taken over. Yeah. The king is missing. Where's the king? Ooh, where's the king? Look, we know so much about the giants, and we're going to keep learning about the giants. I mean, hell, even our cloud giant friend is filling us in as he learns things. But I'm worried that if we don't find out more about what my dreams mean, we could be blindsided by something more important. Hmm. So what, what question would you like to ask, Red? I don't know. That's why I'm telling you. Otherwise, I'd blurt in and just say it. I need your big brain, Jack. You should ask what question you should ask. Oh, wait, but you need two questions for that to be good. It takes a closer step to Jack. What kind of... <laughs> no, I'm <just> kidding. <laughs> what kind of question would you ask, Jack? You know these dreams. You know what's been happening. We know someone's watching me. Yeah. Uh, we don't think that people watching you are related to the... Because there were really for a while... two. Were there two sets of people watching you? Were, was the... Do we think it's the dark tide that was watching you? Like, is that... Is no, that... no, no, no. I... I, I I don't think I don't think that has anything to do with my dream, put it that way. What was your dream about again? So I've had a bunch. One of them way back when was the salty fresh sea air, a, a race of people that sacrificed a child to the ocean. The other big significant dream was that I dreamt of like a shark man who jumped up on a dock in Yarder. Yeah. And uh both of those when I asked about them, we knew that someone was watching. You know, Red, I I, I I don't want to discount your dreams, but I, I I don't know if I feel like there's enough connection between those dreams of yours and what's happening here 
with respect to, you know, the uh, the Giants and the and the reordering. I mean, my my no, question you, is, you're right. My question, but, but that's the point. There's no connection, guys. That's what I'm. That's what I'm worried about. What the hell is going on with these dreams that I've had only since we got together? And 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 my fear is well, that of we, course it's we're, worrying. Look, and Red takes a step back. These forces are about manipulation and cunning and wit. And what I am worried about is coming to the Oracle with this very clear mission and being blindsided by something much more dangerous. Something that's watching me. Well, we could all be being watched. Look, I, mean. I get it. If you guys want to ask about the Giants, I, I can't disagree with the logic there because you're right, Doran. But the truth of the matter is I'm worried about what cunning force could be a participant that we're not thinking of looking at. Look, all they said was that someone's watching you. That that could be someone from your past watching you. Just because it's true doesn't mean it has any bearing on our situation here. I get what you're saying, but my question is more about, you know, we we know that there's an evil dragon that manipulates the court, and we don't know where the king is. I mean, what if we just asked, where's the king? I, I, I think that's a, a smart play. I'm devilishly curious to figure out what's causing Red to have I don't know if they're prophetic dreams or certainly very manipulated dreams. Uh, in breath. I think there's an, another option here, and and you know, I, if if you're interested, um, Kraloth, we can ask about how to bring you back to life. Hmm. And Kraloth has been kind of standing by and watching, and he looks at Jack as he says that, and he nods, looking a bit like, oh. Um, or, or if if that's not we we could ask, we could ask how to, at least the you know free the souls of your company that got locked away when you left originally. We could we could find a way to do right by them. Hmm. It's it's a chance to for you to explore that part of your past if you want, and I, I could get behind that too. And Krayloth steps forward then and and nods and puts a hand on Jack's shoulder and says, uh, "I appreciate the thought, Jack." Um, there probably is a way to bring me back to life, and I'm sure we'll figure that out. I'm in no rush. It's uh, I'm not dying any faster now that I'm undead. And uh, my my old crew, the Knights of the Eternal Order, have been trapped in that place for eons. They're not going anywhere either. Then he turns to look at Red and says... It seems to me that the most pressing concern is for our friend Red here, who is having these dreams that are causing him some serious anxiety. And if I were to choose what was the most pressing at the moment, we're, like Red says, we are going to find out where the king of the storm giants is. It's only a matter of time. What is more likely to surprise us is whatever is causing these dreams. And if it's important to Red, and he's fearing for our safety here, then I think that's the most urgent concern. Thank you, Kraloth. And, and, and you're right, that's it. Look, we're not going to get another chance to ask some god about my dreams. You know, we could theoretically figure out where this this king is, He's probably in some sort of physical space, but I'm worried about what my dreams mean for the rest of the party. What bigger thing 
could be at risk. Do you just want to ask the follow-up question? We learned someone is watching you last time. Do you want to know who that is? Or what, like, what is the question about your dream that you, you would like asked? I don't know. Um, or just ask one string long question with like five questions in it. <laughs> so, uh, you know, question. I've been having these dreams. So, you know, what kind of, what, what do they all mean? <laughs> Red, if we want to know about more about those people who are watching you that, that are giving you the dreams, why don't we ask about their motives? It'd be good to know if, if they're, you know, it might help us figure out, are they allies trying to stay secret? Are they somehow connected to the dark tide? Are they somehow, you know, connected to the ordning or this dragon? It would at least help us pin down, are they, what angle are they coming at us from? And that might help, you know, sort, sort some of that anxiety, give us a place to follow up. Yeah. It could also tell us whether or not we have to be guards up all the time or if this is something we have more time around. Right. And I, I still right. think we should not be asking about uh, red silly dreams, but what? But that's just my, my opinion. And uh, you know what? I'm a Democratic type fellow, so let's just vote on it. Oh, do you vote Democrat? Look, all I care about is that we're all safe and red steps into the circle. Oracle, what does the being that watches me want what is its goal an uncharacteristic pause leaves the room empty for a moment and then you hear the being is impervious to divination and your answer is beyond this and the lantern goes out Huh. See, I told you it was a stupid question. What Damn the hell it. does that mean? I thought the Oracle was supposed to know everything. It doesn't make any sense. Apparently it has its limits. At a certain point, all these spectral, ethereal, godlike beings are all relative in their power towards other beings. But that means that whatever is watching me is more powerful than every giant that we have yet to face that it's more powerful than this all-knowing oracle and red just with a grave face looks towards jack um well we we know what we need to do next i suppose red says a little shook do we well we've got we've got four places to chart a course to um Mm. we we got to get these conches. We got to get to Maelstrom and root out the evil there. That's definitely in our future. I think it's very concerning to to have such an entity watching us. It, it's another player on the field that we didn't know about, and and you know I think we need to, you know maybe maybe follow up on that. You know not not quite as far back on the back burner as we've had it before. You know we're gonna, we're going to be doing lots of travel. Maybe we'll, we'll pass through Yarder or something and see if we can track down that. Mm-hmm. Shark person. Maybe I'll just stop sleeping. Don't don't do that. Kraloth walks over to Red and puts an arm around him and says, "Well, you let us know if you have any more of these dreams. I'm very curious now." Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, friends, where should we start with? Harshnag is like, wherever you go, if there are giants to be felled, I pledge myself to you. 
I guess that's a great question, Harshnag. You you must have have you been to the Sea of Moving Ice? That must be a place you're more familiar with than we are. <clears throat> yes, I know of it. You know, if you if you wanted to come along, we could sure use a guide. Mm. It's the closest to where we are physically. Would be a good place to start. Sea of Moving Ice. Well, we've we've already we're already familiar with stone giants. We haven't fought too many ice giants ourselves. Uh, beyond what we know of you, Harshnag, I, I think that we should go towards. What we're most familiar with. Hey, I'd be happy to go towards my home. Let's put it that way. I, I would. Yeah, I, I would be. Um, I suppose if we interested, if we get to back to Mirabar, we can we can zip down to to Waterdeep and hike east from there. That might, or maybe it's a different place. I gotta go check the map again. Find the fastest Not route. Not to mention the fact that the weather this time of year can be prohibitively cold for creatures of your size. Mm. That's yeah, a good let's point. do the stone giants first. Let's go I let's go south. I don't know that we need so much. Yeah. I could be I could be done with snow for a while. Besides Doran will be near your home. We can yeah. stop by and meet your brother. Well, we'll I didn't know you had brothers. Uh, well, we'll we'll be uh he had brothers, you know. <laughs> we'll be nearer our my home. Why don't you put and, this stuff uh, on I your don't... Twitter account? <laughs> <laughs> Doran whips out his Blackberry. And I had did. brothers, you know. <laughs> his Blackberry. He I had brothers. Of course he has a Blackberry. I think we've established that before. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Doran's sort of like, uh, yeah, sure, okay. And Red heads for the exit. Yeah. yeah. Uh, wave bye to the ghost. Yeah, the I, Igron, Igron gives you a little sad wave and then disappears back into Just his follow me. Body. And I point to the tooth in my pocket. He gives you a thumbs up. You pass back through the portal into the temple. And you hear the rumble of heavy footsteps and the crunch of frost as an enormous blue dragon bursts through the doors of the temple. The great worm pays no mind to the statues here and instead fixates its hateful, intelligent gaze on you. Small folk in a giant temple. Passing strange. Give me one reason I shouldn't extinguish you for sport. Wouldn't be very fun. Is that what you say? Uh, Red takes a wide step away from Jack. Uh, <laughs> bigger than bigger than Clegiliumatar? Yes. Yikes. All right. I guess Doran kind of looks around, and, and if nobody's responded yet, he, he sticks his axe up in the air, and he says, uh, Because we fight giants, and you hate giants as well. And behind you, Harshnag pulls out his axe. Red turns to Harshnag. He says, Harshnag, no, don't. And why shouldn't I? He'll die. Don't, please. The ancient blue dragon continues to move towards you with these footsteps quake the ground all around you. You are richly outfitted for such insignificant creatures. Kraloth steps forward and says, Great blue worm. And he holds his hand on his mace, which begins to glow. Mm -hmm. You are powerful. You are beyond the power of this meager party of adventurers, regardless of the gear that we carry. What my friend states is true. We are no friends of the giant. 
And what better place to learn of the giant's abilities than the exact place where they come to worship? Perhaps you can teach us more about felling these blights on the land. I care nothing for your intentions. Then what do you want? What brings you here, Great Worm? Insolent. To think that I would share anything with you. Red reaches into the bag of holding. And he pulls out the chime of opening. And he kneels. And he lifts it up and he says, This is a magic item. It's, it's, it can open any lock, please. And he puts it by his feet. And he like slides it as far as he can towards her. I offer it to you. Mm. Powerful neck of this ancient creature swivels towards you, Red, and sparks of lightning come out of her huge nostrils. And then she swings back and regards the rest of the party. I think Red tries to move for the door, not like out of her sight, just like hoping that she's appeased. Yeah. Yeah, she... Doesn't seem to be looking at you. Yeah, Red just gonna start heading towards the door. And these heavy footsteps take her closer and closer to you, Doran, Jack, Harshnag. He has his axe in hand, and you can see veins bulging in his pale skin. It's taking all of his self restraint to keep from launching himself at this creature, this ancient enemy. Come now, Harshnag. Uh, uh, let's let's be wise about this. And Doran gets down on one knee and and sort of bows his head to the dragon. Please, we're uh, simple adventurers trying to be on our way, and we we mean no mean you no disrespect. Oh, oh, great dragon! Then pay for your passage and get out of my way. Mm, yeah. And Kraloth kneels down and holds out the balloon pack from his back. And he slides it across the floor and says, It is not much, but it does have the properties of magic and has great value in many ways. Yeah, Jack Jack leans down and pulls from his bag the decanter of endless water and slides it carefully across the the ground beside the balloon pack you know this this item has an endless amount of water stored within please take it as a as an offering and and let us leave doran's uh on his one knee and he's like got his dungeoneer's pack and he's rifling through and he pulls out a crowbar and he looks at it he looks at the dragon he puts the crowbar down He, he pulls out a python and he looks at the dragon, he puts the python down and pulls out his water skin and he looks at the dead dragon, he puts it down and then he grabs the necklace on his neck and he says, uh, I never even got to use it. Uh, here. And he puts it on the ground in front of him. <laughs> <laughs> it's a it's a magical necklace. It, it, it must be very valuable. Someone of only your grace and magnitude could wear this. And he diverts his eyes back to the ground. Now get out of my sight. And Harshnag kind of pulls 
you by the haversack, Doran, back up to your feet and starts dragging you a little bit, encouraging you to make wide berth of this dragon mm-hmm. as it approaches yeah. the entrance to the oracle. Doran starts to make his way towards the exit. And you see Red, who's been just like at the top of the steps waiting for you guys. Come on, let's go, he says through like frightened breath. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and like runs towards the exit as fast as he can. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Red runs for the exit. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Let's book it. Faster, run. That was the biggest dragon I've ever seen in my entire life. And I've seen dragons. Yeah. Holy shit. Let's get out of here real quick. The end of the giant-sized hallway glows with a far-off light, and you make your way out of the Temple of Anam. In your haste to escape the ancient blue dragon, you're nearly at the opening pillars before you notice that Harshnag has not followed you. Where's Harshnag? Oh. Harshnag! Oh, uh, Red, uh- Maybe just keep it down. We have to keep going. I'm sure he's right behind Hashtag, us. Hashtag, come on. We just... He's a giant. We'd see him. That that dragon just was like, you know, mo- moments away from eating us. Let, let's not... Suddenly, a terrible roar erupts from the temple, and the mountain quakes. Oh. Flashes of blue light emanate from beyond the carved double doors, and dust begins to rain down from the ceiling. You hear Harshnag's thunderous voice scream for you to run. And then he issues a deadly challenge in Giant at the dragon, who replies with another roar. Great chunks of rock raining down from the ceiling as the temple begins to collapse all around you. Hashtag, no! We need to move, Red, come on! Doran sort of grabs the two people beside him. He's, I pictured Red and Rob, or, like, or Red and Jack are Rob, like... get out of here! <laughs> We're busy! Rob, what are you doing? This is dangerous! Sorry, I just, there was dragons. I wanted to see him. Doran sort of grabs in sort of a, you know, hand on your back sort of way, uh, Red and Jack, who are standing next to him, and, and, and pushes and runs with them, you know, kind of scooting them out, you know, mm-hmm. all three of us. Come on, get out of here. I'm going. No. Let's go. You throw yourselves out into the snow just as a great exhalation of air whoops out through the hallway, signaling some great collapse from inside. The echoes of combat fade out into the cold blue sky. Hushnag. Have you seen that guy? He can handle his own. Yeah. I don't know if he could handle that, Doran. Red, you were closest to him, I think. What do you think he'd want us to do? Let's not make your sacrifice in vain. Come on. And Red pushes himself up and heads off into the snowy woods. Once again to our wonderful Patreon supporters, Alexander, Ruku, Lost With Two Faces, Matilda Rushing, Lida, Chelsea Chong, KR, Sky, Creature, Regan, Michelle Conn, Heather Nichols, Alexander Reed, Melanie Xian, Artistic Witch, Brian Blas, Lars, Gray, Bryn, Daniel, Tara, Doug, Mari Kaniski, Merlin, Christopher Ryan Evans, Mitchell Cadwell, Colin Burkhart, and Michael and Brianna Weber. Thank you so much!
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.